Welcome to the Wander Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tampon. In this episode, I have Gary Arndt again, and we are going to be having a short podcast talking about controversial stuff like the vaccines, racial segregation, and a third party in the United States. And finally, I end the podcast with if he made any errors in his daily podcast that he regrets and wishes that he could take back. I hope you enjoyed this episode on these controversial topics. And thank you once again to my patrons at patreon.com slash ftapon. Become a patron, get some rewards for being one. And finally, you can leave a message at speakpipe.com slash ftapon. I was arguing with a friend of mine and she was just saying, COVID is all about fear and fear and fear. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's all about fear. It's true. And so is your fear about vaccines because she's very much afraid of vaccines. Neither one of them, in my opinion, are that scary. But <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm of, I'm of two minds of this. I think the anti-vax stuff is ridiculous. At the same time, I do believe that the media does a lot of fear mongering around it. Of course. And if you if if you look at the ratings for all the major uh, cable news networks, they they crashed this year because they the two big things that drove people to watch Trump. was COVID and Trump. And there's without Trump and without COVID, and that's why this Delta variant. They're talking. You, I mean, you'll notice the language has shifted. Right. It's gone from deaths to cases. Right. They also use the word dangerous a lot. They don't say deadly. They say dangerous. Right. So if you look at hospitalizations and deaths, it, it hasn't moved up all mm -hmm. that much. And that's, and that's good, right. right? So, I mean, that's one of the benefits of the vaccine is that even if you get it, it becomes like getting the right. flu or, or a cold. It's not, it's not a deadly but thing. But I, I think Delta doesn't, is not even dealt as deadly as, it, as for those who are unvaccinated. I think dead, it's not as deadly as the original COVID. No, I think it just spreads right. faster. And there usually is a trade-off between how communicable it is and how deadly it is. Right. Uh, think right. of Ebola, yeah. right? Ebola is really deadly. But if, if, if a virus kills everyone real quick, it can't right. spread. There's always a desire for everyone to have one narrative or another. And it's usually depending on which side you're on. And I always feel like it's a two-front war because, yeah, I can recognize someone says, yeah, that other side, they're full of shit. I'm like, you're right. They are full of shit. But this is also full of shit on your side and there's often like they just ignore it or they're unwilling to address it and it's yeah it's very frustrating because i really do believe that we have two sides of our political spectrum that are equally crazy right now for very different reasons on one side it's conspiracy theories and a cult of personality and on the other side it's this hyper woke quasi-religion where people are trying to always kind of outdo each other in showing how virtuous right. they are by purging and canceling right. people. And that's, that's just as ridiculous. And I really don't believe returning to racial segregation <laughs> is a good idea. Right. That, that's not going to help right. anything. And it, if, if, you had, if someone had told you five or ten years ago, hey, there's going to be a movement in this country for increased segregation and it's going to come from the left. <laughs> right. You wouldn't have, I mean, it, that doesn't even make sense. And yet that's kind of what's right. happening. And it's, it's just, it's not. It's so true. 
I think that if there was a, a, a notable group of people, so you're talking about a couple people in Congress from, 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 who are Republicans and some who are Democrats, talking like the Joe Manchins, the Liz Cheney's or whatever, if they created a new party that was in the center, there's a lot of people who voted for Trump who held their nose because they just couldn't bring themselves to vote for a Democrat. And there's a lot of people who voted for Hillary and Biden because they could never bring themselves to vote for a Republican. They've been, you know, on one side their whole life and they just can't do that. But they could maybe bring themselves to vote for something The Whig new. Party. You did an episode about the Whig Party. Maybe if we... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the Whig Party would be a great name for it. Um, and then there was an attempt at a revival of the Whig Party right. in uh, 2008. Right. You mentioned that. And they won one office in Philadelphia. Uh, but I, I think that it could, it could do well, especially if they, if you took people that were currently in office and you got like one or two dozen of them. So that way it doesn't look like, you know, the libertarians or the greens, they don't look like a fringe mm-hmm. party. They're legit with legit people that, that they could do well. And if you look at the past, you know, it's not uncommon. If you go back in history, it wasn't always just Republicans and Democrats. Sometimes you had three or four people earning electoral votes. And I, I don't see any reason why that couldn't happen again. And even if they didn't win the presidency or win a majority in Congress, they could still, if they, if it, if they threaten the other two parties, it will force them to kind of come back a little bit from the extremes where they're at. True. A couple more things before I, uh, we close up. One thing is that, do you ever get emails, I imagine you do, when, you, when people feel that you've made an error? And I don't think you've ever put out an episode that says errata you know like these are the you know summaries of the things i got wrong or i facts i got off i have never gotten an email not one i expected that when i started the show because i do enough of these that i'm not an expert on most of these subjects right so i'm doing a very high level overview about things so there's going to be someone who's going to actually be an expert and know more about me than one of these topics and they would call me out on it. The only time it ever happened was I have a friend who has a PhD in mathematics, and I did an episode on why there are some infinities larger than other infinities. I remember that. And he said, I really liked it. It was a good explanation. And he had one technical quibble that what I called Aleph 1 was actually Beth 1, and that was it. But overall, he said he liked it because it was a, a challenging concept to try to explain to normal people, even though there's no, you know, advanced mathematics involved. It's just an idea uh, that, but that, that, that's really it. And there are a couple of things where I've, I like, I accidentally said, I was talking about how Rutherford B. Hayes was really popular in Paraguay. And I accidentally said Portugal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I've done, I've had things like that where I just screwed up. Right, but, right. Okay. Uh, so nothing, nothing major. So that's why I haven't seen a, an errata episode where you list like, here are the two, three things that were wrong. I, I'd be happy to do it, actually. If nobody's called you out on it, somebody will at some point, then great. You can just accumulate those up, but that's great. I could also see it's, it, where it's not just a matter of an error, but uh, interpretation. Well, that's so totally one, different. That's totally different. There's one camp that believes X, and there's another camp that yeah. believes Y. Yeah, okay, fine. And it could be that in the process of doing research, I didn't know about Y right. or right. whatever. But that's different to me than a yeah, factual. That, like if you said... The World War Two ended in eight, uh, 1925, then, you know, that's just factually wrong. 
So, so, so something like that, nothing that you got egregiously wrong, which is fabulous. I think that's great. Nobody's called you out on such a factual error. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTAPON. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the WanderLearn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it somewhere. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.